Welcome to the Worship Generation Radio Ministry with Pastor Joey Baran, a ministry of Worship Generation Church in Fountain Valley, California. For more information, please visit us at www.worshipgeneration.com. Now let's join Pastor Joey as we study through the Bible. But I want to put Joshua 1.8 with that text we just read in Matthew, because I, I want you to connect this. So Joshua 1.8 says this, and this is when Joshua is going to go into the land and lead the people. The, this book of the law, God's word, book of the law at that time, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. See, there's nothing new under the sun. It's the first study I ever heard at Calvary Chapel Vista in the autumn of 1987 when God was calling me to ministry. Very appropriate. This book of the law, the word of God, shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe it to do according to all that is written in it, the whole counsel of God, Calvary Chapel movement, right? Pastor Chuck Smith. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. That's increase. That's the God of increase. That's multiplying what God's called us to do. It's increase. And the word of God is the key. It is the key to it all that we apply the word of God. So I just thought how appropriate that like last night when Jennifer was quoting those scriptures for me, I thought this is really what it's all about because the word of God is truth and the word of God builds up our faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, of course. So you see, You look at Joshua going in the land, coming from the law of God, from Deuteronomy, and you look at what Jesus taught in this parable. God wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to have, to prosper, to be successful, Old Testament, New Testament. He wants us to have increase. I believe he wants to multiply us. But the multiplication that begins all multiplication is for you and I to increase in our knowledge, faith, believe, application, holding fast to, and obedience to the word of God. So if we want to expand our boundaries, it's going to always begin with more time in God's word. And even as Jennifer recited all those Bible verses for me, my faith was growing. It was reaffirming how I've lived my life for 35 years as she's reading Romans 6 and Romans 5. It's like, just when you hear it, and maybe you can relate to this, but back in the day when Pastor Chuck used to teach on Sunday nights at Calvary Costa Mesa, he'd read like three, four, five chapters I didn't even need him to teach anything. Him just reading the scriptures out loud sometimes, I'd just be taking notes like, oh my goodness, the word's speaking to me. Just a reminder, if we want to see our territory enlarged, it's going to always begin by enlarging our desire, our time, our focus, and obedience to the word of God. Increase in the word of God, then we can increase and prosper and have success in other areas that God wants to expand us. Now, the second thing we see tonight and by the way, Jabez, when, when your mom gives you name sorrow, how do you fix that? Meditate on the word of God, because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm sure the more Jabez thought about the law of God, meditate on the, the word of God and the things of God, like, well, you know, mom did what she did, and the brother's like, yeah, mom caused you pain, because you're, you're a pain, you know, whatever. But I'm reading the word of God, and the word of God's elevating me beyond any label that anyone gave me. And all the promises in Moses are yes and amen because he's a prelude to Christ and in Christ all the promises are yes and amen. WG, 
yes and amen. That's the, that's the way it is. Increase in the word, and then in obedience to the word, then greater increases can come. The second thing we see is the increase in the spirit of God. There in Acts chapter 2, we read there in excuse me, Acts 1, 8, we know that Jesus said to the disciples, oh, is this the time for the kingdom? He's like, no, it's not the time. That's not for you to worry about. But you shall remain in Jerusalem, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. But he told them in Acts 1, 8, to remain in Jerusalem, to tarry, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And for us to enlarge our territory, apart from increasing the word of God, is to increase in the spirit of God in our life. Now, if Jabez's faith would grow beyond his name by the increasing in the word of God, the more he, he would increase in the spirit, the more we would increase in the spirit, we're not going to cause sorrow to anybody because sin causes sorrow and the Holy Spirit produces obedience. There's no sorrow in obedience to the things of God. A spirit-filled woman is going to honor the Lord and be a blessing to planet Earth. A spirit-filled man is going to walk with the Lord, set their mind on things of the Lord, and be a blessing to planet Earth. Body of Christ, if we're spirit-filled, we are not going to cause sorrow. We're going to cause blessings, and our territory will increase. Because in walking in the Spirit, we'll become more like Christ. And again, on the numerical increase... In Acts chapter 2, there's about 120 people praying in the upper room. Three years of ministry for Jesus, and there's about 120 people in that upper room. But then on the day of Pentecost, in chapter 2, verse 1, we read this. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, about 120. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they're sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So then it was all, as you know, the commotion in Jerusalem was quite a bit that day. They said they'd been drinking. Peter said, we've not been drinking. This is the fulfillment of the prophet Joel and what he said, that my spirit will be poured on, on your young men and your young women and all that. So then he preaches and it says that they were cut to the heart. The people were cut to the heart by the Holy Spirit because they were in sin. Because Jesus said that when the Spirit comes, he'll convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And he'll draw all men to himself. And so that conviction was there. And so Peter preached. He exhorted them, be saved, uh, receive the Holy Spirit, be baptized. And they did. And 3,000 people were added. Worship generation, once again, this is increase. We've gone from 120 to 3,000 in one day with the Spirit of God. You had tongues of fire, and you had the power of heaven and the witness of heaven on someone's life. You give me a spirit-filled woman, a spirit-filled man. You give me them function with the gifts properly in the Holy Spirit. You put the tongues of fire upon them, and I'm telling you, you're going to get an increase. You're going to get an increase of the witness of Christ and the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on planet Earth. If we're going to increase and expand our boundary and multiply our presence and our purpose in life, Not only are we going to increase in the word of God, we're going to increase in the spirit of God. The day of Pentecost, God who said, be fruitful and multiply, on the birth of the church, God who said on the birth of creation to man, I have blessed you, be fruitful and multiply, on the birth of the church, his kingdom on earth in us extending to this day. On that day, 120 people went to 3,000. And it says it continued to increase. 
And the book of Acts has addition, subtraction, and then again, multiplication. And look at us tonight. You talk about the law of compound effect and exponential growth. Every one of us here who is born again in the spirit is an extension of this ministry on this day, on the day of Pentecost. Somebody heard the gospel and it went through them to us. We're the exponential return on the investment of Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost. His fruit is still going. It's producing dividends for all eternity to this day right now in this room, in our lives. And those who partook it and were part of it, they get to share in it too. The first Bible study that really impacted me for the gospel of Jesus Christ to really understand it was Pastor Chuck Smith teaching on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. On that day in my car with a cassette tape, driving through Lacadia on Interstate 5, I understood how significant it was to believe that Jesus physically rose from the grave. And then I ordered about 12 Chuck tapes, and the rest was history. You see, if I'm the fruit of Pastor Chuck Smith, he's the fruit of Amy Semper Fi in the Foursquare movement, and she's the fruit of somebody somewhere before Foursquare came around during the Azusa Street revivals in 1901-1902. You see the legacy? You talk about the people of Judah looking for their Ancestry.com in the Promised Land. How about our Ancestry.com in Jesus' name, how we got saved and who we're part of? There's just about 15,000 denominations on planet Earth. There's a lot of ancestry out there. But we're Ancestry.com, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa. The dove is still pretty relevant. Still pretty fresh, that dove. So think about this. Pastor Chuck let me share my testimony in 1987 on a Thursday night at Calvary Costa Mesa. They showed a clip from me winning the Pipe Masters. I gave an invitation. A number of people came forward. Okay. We ended up doing three years of drug and alcohol ministry at Calvary Vista. Went to start the church in Anthony Rose. Planted church in Newport News with Tony Clark, the first black pastor of a white church in the South. Tony Clark just celebrated 25 years of Calvary Chapel Newport News. I went there on Warwick Boulevard three years ago, and there was about 1,200 people at that service. I remember you saying, Joey, I can't do it. I'm going to take over a white church. I'm like, well, I'll take over a black church. Come on now. Let's go. Let's go right now. You can do it, Tony. He's like, bro, bro, I don't know. I'm like, listen, man, you can do it. The church in Virginia doesn't exist that I planted. The church in Vermont doesn't exist that I planted. But Tony Clark, that's my fruit. Because I told him to come back and start that church. And he did a home fellowship with a bunch of white people that we'd started. Compound exponential growth. It's just multiplying. See, I'll step into eternity, and you think for 25 years, Tony Clark, who's he ministered to, white, black, and you know, Asian, everybody else that makes up planet Earth there, Newport News. And those people, one in four, goes for 100%, 100 return. I'm going to be in eternity, and it's just going to be like dividends out of control working for me in eternity, just like Pastor Chuck right now. You can sell Marietta, and you can sell these other places, but the fruit that Pastor Chuck did during the Jesus Revolution, it goes on and on and on and on. And it's certainly not limited to the Calvary Chapel movement. That's the work of the Spirit. So get filled with the Spirit. Ask for the Spirit. Luke chapter 11, Jesus said, seek, knock, and ask for what? The Holy Spirit. Ephesians says, be filled with the Spirit. Start singing songs like you got some joy and you believe these things, right? Galatians says, sow to the Spirit and you'll reap life. Man, we want to, man, let's, let's, let's increase in the Spirit. See, we ask, we seek, we think, we sow, and we walk in the Spirit. We set our mind on things of the Spirit. Because when the Spirit's working, 120 become 3,000. 
And when people respond in the spirit, the fruit goes on and on and on. How about great glory? All those stadium, the stadium, 30 years of the stadium, all those people, again, exponential growth. People, see, because the fruit goes on and on and on. If Jesus said that a cup of cold water in his name has reward in eternity, how much more so when, like, courts out there sharing the gospel with people, right? Like, you, you just, it's just, you're just, like, Green Gretzky, you miss all the shots you never take, so take some shots with the Spirit. To increase our boundaries, we want to increase in the Word, and we want to increase in the Spirit. And by the way, 2 Corinthians 3.18 says that we're now being transformed as dimly in a mirror, but we're being transformed from glory to glory, transformed from glory to glory. And it says, but we with all unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed to the same image. See, we're not just saved from sin, we're saved to glory. Being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. See, we want our boundaries and our tent to expand. That time with Jesus being Spirit-filled. We're being transformed from glory to glory. See, if increasing the word builds us up in truth and faith, increasing the Holy Spirit builds us up in the glory and makes us more like Christ and makes the world a better place. So let's grow and let's expand. Let's increase. Let's let's open our territories in the spirit. So number one, increase in the word of God. Number two, increase in the spirit of God. And then finally, number three, increase in the kingdom of God. Matthew 25, I'm going to read to you now from Matthew 25. In Matthew 25 is that parable of the the minas, the talents. It's also the minas in Luke's gospel. Not like physical talent like you can sing or good athlete, but economic talent. Now, what's important about Matthew 25 is the context. The parable before it is talking about the return of the Lord, and the parable after it is talking about the return of the Lord. Therefore, contextually, there's every reason to believe that Jesus is giving us a parable, which is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning, about what it's like to stand before the Lord on the day of the Lord in eternity. I mean, that's, that's the soundest interpretation contextually for Matthew 25. And as we look at Matthew 25, I'm going to read the text, and then we're going to talk about increasing in the kingdom of God. Because we're increasing in the word of God, we're increasing in the spirit of God, but Jesus is talking about increasing the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of heaven, verse 14, is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And one, to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, each according to his own ability. So in other words, financial stewardship based upon financial capabilities. See, if you raise your financial capabilities, God might give you more. If you don't, then you just got what you got. Educate yourself, beneficial knowledge, get better. Show the Lord you can be trusted with more. He went on a journey. And then, verse 8, 16, Then he who received the five talents went and traded with them, and he made five talents. So he, he got busy. He got his hustle on. Verse 17, And likewise, he who also received two gained two more. And again, five, five to ten is a 100% return. Two to four is a 100% return, worship generation. Verse 19, After a long time, the Lord of these servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Hey, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've, I've gained five more talents beside them. And the Lord said to him, well, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. And his Lord said to him, Well, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. In other words, both got 100% return with different quantities. Both got the same commendation, identical, by the way. 
Verse 24. Then he received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you've not sown and gathering where you've not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I've not sown, gather where I've not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own interest. So take the talent from him, that, that investment money, and give it to him who has ten. For everyone who has more, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does, does not have, even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, then verse 31, when the Son of Man comes in his glory. See, that goes right into more second coming stuff. Now, what's interesting about this passage, again, I already pointed out that the one that got 5 to 10 is 100% return. Same commendation as the one that got 2 to 4. And the one who did nothing, who just buried the money, and it's money. See, I love that God teaches with money because everybody understands money. Like we all understand money. Homeless people understand money. Everybody understands money. Follow the money trail, follow the time trail. If you chart your time and what you do with your day, you will know what you're living for. Just do it for two weeks and you'll figure out what you're really living for and what motivates you in case you don't know. Follow the money trail and you can see what you spend your money on. Like even if, like, if you're homeless and you're hungry, you, you, will, you will find a way to find money to get food and eat. If you're homeless or an alcoholic, you will find money to buy alcohol and get alcohol. My sister was homeless for five years. She was very motivated to get alcohol, and she found ways to do it. And she's been sober for six years, and she loves Jesus, and she's very motivated to go to work on time and shine for the Lord. So yes and amen. You follow the money trail, you follow the time trail. There's 100% return for both of them. And again, this is the king. This, this, is, this parable is like the kingdom of God. Your life, my life. This is our calling with the Lord. This parable is like, Joey, this is your workmanship. This is your divine purpose in life. This is your destiny. Now go get it. That's what this is like. This is your destiny. This context is your life and what you're doing with it. Your time, your energy, and your resources. What are you doing with it? You got your hustle on for Jesus? Or he's like, well, whatever, you know. I got saved, and I'm saved from something, but I'm not walking toward anything. See, that's what that person's like. The person who buries their talent, like the person says, oh, yeah, I'm saved. I'm saved, brother. You saved? Yeah, we're all saved. You know, you're saved from this to become this. And that's this parable. You got one, go get two. You got two, go get four. You got five, get ten. Get your Get busy about the kingdom. When this parable is taught in Luke 19, or in the Luke passages, chapter 16 through 19, there's a few like this. It says the one that got 10 gets 10 cities. So that's an increase, huh? You get 10 minus, you get 10 cities. How much hustle would you and I have on if we did one thing faithful, and each time they did something faithful, we get stewardship of a city? That'd be pretty radical. That's literally the interpretation in Luke's gospel on these principles. These are kingdom principles. Our time, our energy, and our resources. And that's how we're told this so bountifully, of our time, our energy, and our resources. Some people have more time. Some people have more energy. Some people have more resources. And some people have it all. What we know is this, what Paul the Apostle said in 2 Corinthians, as you sow, you shall, and if you sow sparingly, you will, and if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. It's the law of cause and effect. What you put in is what you get out, and that's the way God designed his universe. That's just the way it is. 
That's exactly the way it is. As a man sows, so shall they reap. Exactly what we put in to get back. What you put in, there's no pie in the sky. There's no free lottery at the kingdom of God. What you put in, not works to be saved, but the workmanship coming from being saved. What you put in is what you're going to get out. Not just in time, but for all eternity. Now, on the day of the Lord, do you want to have the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant? Because we talk about that. What did Billy Graham always say? I just want to stand before the Lord. He told Dan, rather, I just want to stand before the Lord and hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Which is good news for all of us if we hear that. But listen, from the God of increase, the God who multiplies, the God who the first thing he said to humanity is, I blessed you, be fruitful, multiply. Listen to what he says in this parable, because we often miss it. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. He's the God of increase. And where we're faithful, he will give more. Because to him or her who has, more will be given. So it's faithfulness with our time. It's the Lord's. Our energy. It's the Lord's. And our resources. What does a man or woman have that the Lord didn't give it to him in the first place? It's the Lord. We want the God of increase to bless us in every facet of life. And in the end, that's what he wants to do as well. When, he, when he, God looks at your life, just think of Genesis 1, where he wants to pronounce blessings on you and pronounce that multiplication. So I leave you with this text from Ephesians 3 on increasing the kingdom. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church of Jesus Christ, by Jesus Christ, to all generations forever and ever. That's what God wants to do in our lives, personally and in his church universally. He wants to do above and beyond all that we could think or ask by the power that works in us. But to have that increase, the increase begins with the right heart shaped by the word of God and obeying it. The increase extends with being spiritful woman, spiritful man. So our increase is based upon spiritual things and eternal things, even though we're here in time, it's all for eternity. And ultimately, the increase expands as we're all in and the kingdom is working in our life with the totality of our life, of our time, resources, and energy. That's the woman, that's the man who will be blessed on the day of the Lord. We're saved from something, and we're saved to something. Someday we're going to stand before the Lord, and I want all of us to stand in glory. And I want, I want him. I want you, because I've done a lot of memorials for a lot of people in 35 years of ministry. I mean, I've done a lot of memorials for a lot of people. I've done last rites. I've put a lot of people in eternity. People from this church, people from not from this church, people from all sorts of places. And it makes me think about what it's going to be like when I'm gone. And even today, during worship, when Scott was leading us in worship, I started thinking about all these people I know who are gone that used to be here with us. And someday we'll all be gone. Everyone in this room will all be in eternity. And I want you to see that day. I just want to tell you right now, as a pastor of the church, I want you, and anyone that's ever sat under my teaching, sat under my teaching, even heard one message on K-Wave, watched Sunriders, or watched Changes with Brian Jennings' movie, anyone that's ever heard anything that Christ has done in my life, I want them to be inspired 
and influence to live that life of Christ. So when you stand before the Lord, he will look at you and look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. And that he will say, you were faithful in a few things. And now I'm going to increase your things because that's the real test. All that's happening here is for the glory that's there. And I do believe when we're in glory there, that all that we did here that's exponential and compounded will continue to roll for time and eternity because God's universe is math and God's universe has no ending. Interesting thought, if people have enough money, they'll have so much money they can't give it all away. That's exponential growth. Albert Einstein talked about this. All the billionaires gravitate toward this. Andrew Carnegie, these guys, they made so much money that their money made so much money they couldn't give it away fast enough. Bill Gates was worth $50 million in 1996. He's worth $110 billion now, and he's given away over $60 billion since then. He can't give the money away fast enough because the compound exponential growth of his money in time, space, and matter. That's his temporal body of Christ. I'm talking about our eternal. I want way more than what Bill Gates has for the temporal in eternal. Yes and amen. You've been listening to the Worship Generation Radio Ministry with Pastor Joey Baran. If you would like more information about the ministry of Worship Generation, visit us online at www.worshipgeneration.com, where you can listen to the podcast of today's entire message. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and our church YouTube channel. Worship Generation is located at 10350 Ellis Avenue in Fountain Valley, California. Our service times are Saturday evenings at 6 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. For more information about Pastor Joey personally, you can follow him on his Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and God bless.